This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 212. Everything and nothing in moderation, part one, by Neghar Fanuni of negharfanuni.com. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil. Happy Tuesday, welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best health and fitness blogs to you, sometimes with a little bit of commentary. And don't forget, I answer your questions every Friday. You can send one in at oldpodcast.com. If you do, you make me happy because it's my favorite part of the show. And as a bonus, you'll be entered into small special raffles to win books from us. Today, I'm reading an article that is a little on the longer side, so I'll be breaking it up in two episodes. We'll hear the first half today and I'll finish it up for you tomorrow. What's great about this post from Ms. Fanuni is that it will reflect nicely what I'm about to talk about on this Friday's Q&A show. So with that, let's hear part one of the post as we optimize your life. Everything and Nothing in Moderation, Part 1, by Neghar Fanuni of negharfanuni.com. Moderation. Noun. The quality of being moderate. Restraint. Avoidance of extremes or excesses. Temperance. This is the story about how I went from crazy to crazier and ended up just a little crazy. I call that progress. I have lived my entire life in a toxic, self-loathing relationship with my body. I grew up chubby with a father, whom I love dearly, constantly joking that I would have to be, quote, greased through doorways when I grew up. I know that a lot of you look to me for advice and inspiration, and I'm sharing this today to tell you that you are not alone in your struggles. My journey has evolved along with my perception of my own body, but it's not over. I've gone from calorie counting and macronutrient balances to intermittent fasting and a primal style of eating. I'm still healing. A few years ago, I underwent knee surgery, which resulted in a loss of function and a subsequent increase in body fat. I was in a hell of a lot of pain and ridiculously uncomfortable in my own skin. So, after an overly dramatic emotional breakdown, I bought a food scale, logged all my calories on my daily plate, and became an avid follower of the frequent feeding model. Eat small meals five to six times a day, every few hours. I weighed all of my food, except for my cheats, every last little caloric morsel, including sauces and vegetables. I legit had a dry erase board and a calculator on the wall in my kitchen to log macros while I cooked. See, I told you, cray cray. But guess what? It worked. I lost four pounds in one week and continued to lean out to 11% body fat which, by the way, I maintained consistently. My lifts got bigger and my confidence grew exponentially. That summer, I experienced a leanness that was foreign to me. I was effing ripped. I bought shorter shorts and skimpier bikinis. For a girl who was used to covering up her thickness, it was physical freedom, except for the hunger. Oh, and the food obsession. I was a slave to meal timing and macros. Inevitably, I cracked. I didn't realize I had started to crack because it came on slowly. I would cheat just a little more on Saturday, indulging in pizza, cookies, and wine. Eventually, cheat day turned into cheat weekend. Cheat weekend turned into an all-out binge fest. I would often find myself searching for something to eat Sunday night, even though I wasn't hungry, just so I could feel some respite from the clean eating that would commence on Monday. Moderation, to hell with it. As you can imagine, I put my body and mind through complete On any given Friday, I would feel lean and weigh in around 121 pounds, and on Monday, I would typically be back up to 128. 
I treated my body so poorly that I packed on an obscene amount of inflammation over the course of two days, subsequently returning to complete restriction mode in order to get lean again by Friday. I did this for months and months. It was absolute insanity. Binge, restrict, self-flagellate, repeat. It was a downright abhorrent cycle that left me ravaged, mind, body, and soul, until I just couldn't do it anymore. So I said a tearful goodbye to my food scale and moved forward with the intention of finding balance. I began cutting out grains, limiting dairy and sugar, and eating massive portions of meat and veggies. Perhaps not so coincidentally, I also purged my life of some seriously toxic, unhealthy relationships. And a funny thing happened. I leaned the F out. Side note, I'm not suggesting that the food scale is evil or that calorie counting is senseless. These things have merit in that they create a better understanding of what constitutes an honest portion. I simply do not believe these methods to be sustainable. It was then that I embarked on what would become an epic journey, a quest to heal my relationship with food and the deep-rooted dysmorphia that had antecedently guided my actions. Against everything I had previously known to be true, I began intermittent fasting, which played a considerable role in my healing process. For the first time in my life, I felt free from food, until I started eating too much and ended up a little squishy. Here's the thing about fasting. It's not a free pass to eat more than your fair share. This little girl can throw down some food, let me tell you. So when my fasting and feasting got out of control, I had a painfully reluctant epiphany. It wasn't my style of eating that was a problem, or really even what I was eating. It was my complete lack of self-control and my inability to embody the term moderation. I'll be the first to admit it. I've never been the type of person who can do things in moderation. I am all or nothing, and I'm not ashamed of it. If a bottle of wine gets opened in my house, it does not get corked. If a bag of chips wanders into my lap, it winds up mysteriously empty. And if a batch of chocolate chip cookies gets baked, well, get them while they're hot because you're lucky to find one left the next day. This is something I'd failed to recognize as I embarked on my various nutritional journeys. I should have been more aware of this given my family history of addiction and my propensity to go balls to the wall on just about everything. Alas, I thought I could control myself and that's just not the case. I can't eat just one cookie or have just one glass of wine. And you know what? There is nothing wrong with that. It's just not who I am. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled Everything and Nothing in Moderation by Nighar Fanuni of nigharfanuni.com. I always appreciate Ms. Fanuni's blunt honesty in her posts. That's why I love reading them so much. And in my experience, when I deal with patients, what she is describing is exactly what so many others experience. This all or nothing approach when it comes to food, when it comes to exercise, when it comes to stress management, you name it, this is where we get into trouble. And like I mentioned, this topic is a perfect segue into this Friday's Q&A episode. I'm gonna talk more about this idea of all or nothing in moderation. So I'm gonna keep my commentary here to a minimum and just instead take a moment to remind you that again, I answer your questions right here on the podcast every Friday in special Q&A episodes. You can ask me anything related to diet and nutrition myths, stress management, exercise, you name it. Just call and leave a message with your question. The phone number is 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D, or you can send in an audio question through our site, oldpodcast.com. That's more friendly if you wanna do multiple takes and hear yourself before sending it in. And by the way, 
If you send in a question, makes me super happy. Plus, you're entered into special raffles to win books every month. That does it for now. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'll see you tomorrow where we're gonna continue part two of this post and where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.